This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. How much are you paying for your car? What's your monthly car payment? Pretty simple question. We've got a lot of texts coming in. 651-461-9226. Feel free to call in. Brag about what you're driving. Brag about how little you're paying for it. A couple of texters. Uh, saying zero because they pay cash for their car. That'd be nice. Wish I had that just big chunk of, you know, 20 grand or something. You could just pay off your car. And the reason I'm talking about it is because more Americans than ever, 16% are paying, get this, at least $1,000 a month for their vehicles. And a lot of Americans are falling behind on their car payment. Percentage of borrowers at least 60 days late on their car payments, higher today. Get that, higher today than it was during the peak of the Great Recession back in 2009. So why is that? I think a number of factors are driving it. Uh, car financing costs are shooting up. I paid my car, or got my car bill. In fact, just yesterday I was looking at it, and when I saw how much I'm paying in interest because of the um, interest payment, or the how hard my uh, percentage is, my APR, um, how much it costs to finance the vehicle. I was shocked. Um, so that's increasing car costs. A lot of people paid a lot of money for used cars. Now, used car prices are dropping, but there was a for a while, it was ridiculous how expensive used cars were. Because you couldn't get a new one. Inventory wasn't there. So that forced people into paying a little more money than they probably wanted to for a new car. Um, so what are you paying for your car? 651-461-9226. I'll say this. I'm not at $1,000, thankfully. But my vehicle, I pay more for my vehicle than I paid... Uh, than was my mortgage payment for my first house. So, uh, cars are expensive. Here's the winner in the clubhouse so far. Get ready for this one. The 2020 GMC Denali HD diesel, $1,253 a month. $1,253 a month. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot of money. Nice vehicle, but that vehicle's also three years old now. That's a lot of money. Adam, 21 Subaru Forester, $313. Paul, 
Paul in Coon Rapids says his car payment, three sixty eight a month. Just paid it off last month. I bought it used, a 2018 Toyota Highlander. To Mr. Adam, just leased a 2023 SUV Kia Seltos? Kia? Maybe that's a misspelling of what a Kia is. Three seventy two a month. Leasing is the way to go. This will be my fifth one. Now, that I leased up until this vehicle. This is the first vehicle I've purchased in quite a while because I was in a place where I wasn't going over a mile. I can't do that now. I'm driving so many miles that I can't lease anymore. Can't make it worth it because you don't want to go over mileage and you really get stuck. Another person, zero. Two years ago, bought a used Kia Sorento, paid cash, eighteen grand. 2012 Ford Focus, bought a new, still driving it after 10 years. We've been payment-free for the last seven years. That's nice. Uh, pay myself a payment until I can afford another car. We did a lease that ended up paying our Alfa Romeo, which had a payment under lease of four ninety on a $45,000 vehicle. The buyout amount after three years was 25000 but this is when used cars were scarce. They'd offered us 35000 for it. But there wasn't a comparable car for us to buy, so we made out like bandits. Payments now $310. Bought a 2011 F-150 two years ago for way more than I should have paid. Luckily, with a wife and two kids, paid it off with COVID bucks. Two cars, both relatively new and low mileage, neither with payment, no mortgage either. Woohoo! That's nice. $505 for a 2020 Chrysler Pacifica. And my wife's car is a 2018 GMC Terrain. 425 each loan is for six years. Payments on a 2020 Honda CRV for 651 for five years. During my 2008 Saturn Sky Convertible with the top down today, payment free. The 16% who are paying over $1,000 a month are mostly the wealthy at Paul and Coon Rapids. I don't know about that either. I'm not ready to believe that. Especially, and sadly, if, you, if you're someone whose credit isn't great, you're kind of forced if you you know if forced into paying that for something probably you shouldn't be paying for so I, i'm not i don't believe that all the people paying over a thousand dollars are wealthy people car payment is zero 2023 gmc sierra denali four by four never borrowed for a vehicle i wish i was that i wish i had the means to do that uh, no car payment here. Haven't had one for 40 years. I'm always traveling old cars with lots of miles. Too many people buying more car than they can afford to drive. Adams, she ain't perfect, but I drive a 2010 Saturn Outlook, and it's paid for. I take the old payment of 460 I was making, put it back in the bank each month. Um, 2021 GMC Sierra vowed never to have a car payment again. Ten years ago, put 50,000 miles on it, and trade her in. Uh, Dave, what's your Lamb- Lamborghini? What's that cost a month? Uh, only about six k a month. So that's fine. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> it's no big deal. It's, it's, it's all about priorities. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, mean, what's your priorities in life? I mean, how how good do you want to live? Yeah. you can't put a dollar amount on that. No, you really can't. And it's tough. You know, you can't drive the Lambo on a day like today. Sure, obviously. So I got to hop in the Escalade, which you know, mm. it's, it's fine. I guess. <laughs> I guess I have to. It's fine. It's it's okay. It gets me from you know gets me A to B. Uh, no car payments for me. Oh, you lucky dog. Well, the reason is not because I paid in cash. It's because I drive a ten year old uh, Chevy Equinox. Right. We, I bought it used. I want to say twenty fifteen. It was low mileage. Obviously, only two years old. And 
you know, I did finance at the time, but I, I, my payment was right around 280, 290, something like that. And right around the same time, uh, we bought my wife a, um, a Mazda 3, a little sedan that was also used, low mileage. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we paid that off. It was roughly the same amount. The problem is she hates that car now. Can't stand it. Uh, so we are, we have been looking probably at least a good year now, just kind of monitoring it. They still run okay, but, you know, looking for a new vehicle for her. And yep. goodness gracious, I mean, to get a low, decently low mileage. Gently used. Yes, gently used. <laughs> exactly. Um, vehicle that would work for her. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, it, it's it's not even close to the prices we paid. And the grand that was... <laughs> You know, seven, eight years ago, we were buying two vehicles roughly at the same time. But, you know, it doesn't have to be a 1000 bucks a month, but uh, it's not hard to double the payments that we were making easily. Yeah. And the interest rate, too, the, the, the cost of borrowing money since, I mean, there were many, many years where it was like 0%. Mm-hmm. Where you, there was, I mean, you could borrow money for free. And those days are long gone. Uh, Adam, when I bought my car in 2021, my interest rate was 1%. Truck pulled in front of me in December, totaled it at 13,000 miles. Mm. I had to order a new car in December. It came Tuesday, 2023 RAV4, 4.1 interest rate, monthly payment, $500. Um, We sold a 2011 Chevy truck for more than we paid for it 10 years ago. That's your winning when you're doing that. Wow, goodness. Uh, 1460, interest-free 2021 F-150. Interest free and oh. still fourteen sixty. What is a what? Can you? Is it? A, does it fly? Does that F one fifty fly? It's gold plated. I think. I was going to say the limited edition. <laughs> uh, Lisa twenty twenty three Chevy Trailblazer LT with nice bells and whistles three twenty five a month. Very nice ride. I'm happy with it. Dad taught me a valuable lesson fifty five years ago. He loaned me money to buy my first car, continued collecting the payment until I needed a new car. He gave me all the extra payments to buy it. Never a car payment since. Drive a Sierra 1500 now. Good for Dad. I work for an auto insurance company. I'd venture to say most that pay over $1,000 a month have bad credit and can't finance anything else. That was my point. I mean, I'm sure there are wealthy people, but usually if you're wealthy enough, you're paying cash for it and you're buying the whole vehicle. So I would think that the people who are paying... You know, a thousand or more a month are just kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place. Two sixteen News Talk eight three zero WCCO. Pete Buttigieg in East Palestine, Ohio. Uh, my question is, why did it take so long? Uh, we'll have that conversation next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 221. Um, when that train derailed in East Palestine, Ohio, I was shocked that it wasn't getting the coverage I thought it deserved, especially with the mitigation efforts, and they lit the stuff on fire to have it burn off, and then the toxic cloud. It was jarring to see that, to think that could happen in a community. Political stunts are what they are. Uh, President Trump going to East Palestine yesterday, that's a political stunt. It's a political rally. And he got there before Pete Buttigieg, before Joe Biden. We still don't know if President Biden will go there. But and he can say, see, they don't care about you. Biden administration doesn't care about you. They don't care about your water. They don't care about the soil here. And he's handing out hats and going to McDonald's and in a way that only Trump can, obviously. It was a political stunt. It was. A campaign stunt. Much in the same way where today Pete Buttigieg, the transportation secretary, visits the community. What comes from that visit? He meets local officials, vows to get to the bottom of uh, why that train derailed, make sure that uh, railroad rules are efficient, proper. Did the railroad do anything wrong? Those answers, uh, we need to have answers to that, of course. But the visit, does it really do much for you? It doesn't, I mean, the the... The substance of the visit doesn't do much for me. But again, like I've talked about so many times, it's about optics. It's about having a, a presidential administration on top of things, at least in the public eye, so that they can say, we've been here, we've talked to the people, we care about you, we're going to do what we can to make this right, we're going to do what we can to make, ensure this doesn't happen again. But when it's about optics, it's about timing, too. And to not show up until today, in the grand scheme of things, is it a a horrible move by the Biden administration? No. But if you can't tell me, or you can't tell me that they couldn't have showed up a little earlier, before the rumblings, before the conservatives suddenly go nuts saying, see, they don't care about you here. This is a red state, and they don't care about you. Because it plays in to Donald Trump, and it plays in to Fox News. It plays in to all those views, and it gives them an opportunity to criticize, criticize, criticize. And frankly, it resonates with a lot of folks. Do I think it's the biggest mistake this administration has ever made? No. But again, it's an easy one to me to say, you know, we can show up here. We can show up here a little earlier, make sure we're on top of on top of things. 
and I think they deserve fair criticism for that. Dave, do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. That's why I have no problem with Donald Trump showing up there, even if it was purely a political stunt. Uh, whatever, whatever his reasons for doing it, uh, I don't think the people of East Palestine care. Right. You know, they got the former president to show up along with a lot of media and a lot of coverage and a lot of reminders to everyone else around the country. Yeah, this is still going on. This this happened, as, as you said, it probably did not receive the amount of media coverage initially and in the early aftermath as it should have. And you know what? If it wakes the rest of the country up to remind us that, yeah, we still have a major problem going on in Ohio right now. There's people that are really struggling. There's a, uh, you know, there, there's seems like some some negligence from the railroad there with with you know, how things went down, and if not negligence, just very questionable. Let's yep. put it like that. And you know, if it, if it took Donald Trump to show up to have the administration to say, well, darn it, now we have to go. Well, good, good. You you probably should go. Yeah. You probably should send the transportation secretary to the site of a train derailment that caused a massive mushroom cloud yeah. of uh, you know, harmful chemicals being right. burned. I, I think that's probably a good idea for uh, for the transportation secretary at the very least, mm-hmm. if not the president or the vice president, whomever, to uh, show up, take a look at things and, you know, say, okay, well, you know, this is a serious, serious situation and we're going to be on your side. We're going to do everything we can to take care of this. And, like I said, if it takes a former president to have a campaign stunt to talk about, you know, how he's very proud of himself for getting the Big Ten in Ohio State to play football in 2020 and remind everybody about that, fine. Go ahead, Don. Take yeah. your, you know, take your victory lap on that if, if you want. But at least now we're, we're getting it back in the, in the news cycle. <laughs> People texting, your buddy Joe, your buddy Pete. You may as well talk about your buddy Joe being out of the country on President's Day and not going to Ohio. I'm not going to criticize Joe Biden for going over to Ukraine and speaking in Poland. I think that also is good optics for the president of the United States. Um, can he do both, though? Sure. And can Pete Buttigieg show up in East Palestine before? Sure. A uh, couple of texters mentioning about the loosening of railroad restrictions under the Trump administration. That is an issue, by the way, even before the Trump administration. Uh, when I was in the newsroom, we did a series don't, I'm forgetting the exact year, but it was prior, it was during the Obama administration, about danger on our nation's railroads when it comes to um, the transportation of dangerous chemicals. In this case, it was oil and the infrastructure about how it hasn't kept up with the amount of materials we're still sending on rail and it's a ticking time bomb in a lot of communities, these small towns or even big cities that have railroads come through them and are carrying whether it's crude oil or, in this case, like in East Palestine, uh, these chemicals. Uh, thankfully, we don't see it happen as much as it as could. I think that there are a lot of problems on those railroad, railroads and the infrastructure just needs to be upgraded. But get in line with uh, things that need to be upgraded in this country. Six five one four six one nine two two six. We're getting a lot of responses. We've got to shift gears. It is uh, the Lent season, Lenten season. 
It's fish fry time, not today, but tomorrow. And Joy Summers, the great food writer at the Star Tribune. We love talking to Joy. She's going to join us up next to talk about the best places to go. It's all about the fish fries. And uh, Star Tribune recommending 35. Will we get through the all 35? We'll sure try. Stick around. Joy Summers coming up next. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Fish Fry Friday, it's uh, the Lenten season. Star Tribune's got a list of uh, some great spots to get uh, fish and chips. Or f- at least some good fish. Joy Summers from the Star Tribune joins us on the John Schuster Colo Banker Hotline. Joy, we started the show by uh, giving this snowstorm a ranking of overrated, underrated, or properly rated. Uh, based on your experience, what say you? I'm going to go with properly rated because I just finished shoveling and I hate it here. (laughs) You hate it here. (laughs) I'm mad at uh, how I have to carry my precipitation across my yard. No snowblower, just a shovel, huh? Well, that was the thing. I bought a corner lot house this year. We just moved in in the fall, and we have not gotten a snowblower yet. And I haven't made any friends in the neighborhood who have snowblowers. So that's my own personal personality mission that I'm currently working on is make a friend who's better equipped to live (laughs) in the state I've lived in my whole life than I am. Uh, do you have the sidewalk? Do you have two, like the sidewalk going all the way around the corner? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so, that's... so wide, too. Oh, yeah. I swear it got wider than last year. Like, I don't remember it being this wide last time I had to shovel this much snow, and I, I don't appreciate it at all. There is a little despair when you're shoveling and you're like, okay, I know there's grass here, and it's no, it's still cement. Out of there. <laughs> oh, no, no, enough. Oh. And we're... We're right by a neighborhood community center, so if I don't shovel, like, all the little old people that are shuffling over there on the weekdays are going to die. So (laughs) it's all up to me to, like, keep the elderly population of my zip code functional um, by shoveling. And, yeah, I've made some decisions I regret. Lots of broken hips there uh, around yep. Joy's oh, house. Yeah, well, they call it hip danger, Allie. Uh, <laughs> so how do you come up with this list about uh, – now, some of these, like the anchor fish and chips, I mean, that's like a given. But uh, yeah, and you know, the great thing about your list, too, is you've got – it's not all just St. Paul, Minneapolis. A lot of good spots in the suburbs, including where I'm down here in the southeast suburbs, that you gave a shout-out to. Oh, my gosh. We got so many. 35. It started out with just restaurants that we know we like. We got a lot of emails from restaurants asking to be included. We're all looking around the neighborhoods that we live in and putting in the restaurants that we love. And it just kept growing. I was still working on this thing yesterday and kept finding more great places I want to go to. Like um, talking about the suburbs too, like Mason Jar in yep. Egan. I love, that love place. their 
Yeah, their fish fry has Green Belt Premium beer in the beer batter, wow. and I just respect it using Green Belt. Like, just a good light beer. Are we, uh, I mean, we're so obsessed, and rightly so. It's a great fish with the walleye, but is it? Is is cod still prefer, preferable for a for a fish fry over like a, a walleye? I think it just depends on taste. Like there's, I love walleye from growing up up north and fishing off the dock, and that just tastes like home. But there's also something beautiful about that big, flaky, fluffy texture of cod. And a lot of the restaurants put in a lot of care to where they're sourcing their fish. And if it's Icelandic cod or Alaskan cod. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can really find whatever your personal preference is. But I think it's just like anything. It's what's your favorite taste. How are we as a, as a town for fish and chips? I think we're growing. I don't think that... I mean, I still think there aren't a lot of people who realize how great malt vinegar is on a big, fluffy yes. French fry. Like, yes. oh, I should, love having that acidity. That should be mandatory. More more malt vinegar, and it's so superior to ketchup for French fries. It's not even close. It's just, well, I mean, you get the little bit of ketchup vinegar in the ketchup. Okay. So you're kind of taking a little baby step into understanding with your tomato sauce there. But, yeah. Malt vinegar, I absolutely agree. Like, it just, it pulls it all together. Whenever any dish, any dish you're cooking tastes flat, it either needs salt or acid, and usually both. Like, vinegar is just underrated. Now, a lot of people will say that the Anchor Fish and, anchor fish and Chips is the, is the place to go. Um, if you had to pick one where, that, has the, that has the best offering, what would you say? Oh, my gosh. I don't think I can say that. Can't do it? <laughs> I got 35 fish fries to choose yeah. from. But, I mean, if you're going to go, like, fish and chips, I do love the atmosphere that comes with Merlin's Rest on East Lake Street. Yeah. Like, it's a very European-English pub. Like, mm-hmm. it is a, it's a pub. You might see a guy in a kilt there. You're probably going to see a guy in a kilt in there. And it's so just, like... Regulars all know each other, greet each other. They're so friendly. And when you're sitting in there dousing your chips in vinegar, it feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, again, the list is just, you know, restaurants. We got, we got a lot of great, like, to me, when I think like a Friday fish fry, I'm thinking, you know, mm-hmm. go to the VFW, the American Legion, or, or a lot of churches have great fish fries. Yeah, the church, I'm not even wading into the church fish fries because everybody has, like, that is too personal. Like, everybody's going to love, they have their fish fries that they go to, their favorite church basement. That's that's your community. So I'll wade into the restaurants, which is more my place. But there is, the 328 Grill is at the American Legion Post 98 in St. Paul Park. And that is, like, really good bar food. They do these. Uh, tater tots with wild rice soup on top of them and call it Minnesota poutine. They're so good. Oh, yeah. They're doing a fish fry, and I would 100% go out there. If you haven't checked that place out, it's a really good opportunity. I mean, just neighborhood bar, just exactly what you expect yep. from an American Legion, and that's a good fish fry. Talking to Joey Summers from the Star Tribune, um, we we focus on fish when it comes to um the Lenten season. 
but there are a lot of good options uh meatless options if if you're not if you're not in, if you're over the 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 fried fish yeah if you just want a seafood restaurant my colleague Sharon Jackson's working on a list for that that'll be in next week's paper but uh there's so many great seafood options that I think we kind of forget. Like once we get the fish fry, like Jones taken care of, mm-hmm. there is so many beautiful spots. I love going to the bar at Meritage in St. Paul. They have that like French brasserie feel and you can go in there and have all kinds of snacks, oysters, super fresh, huge shrimp, like really beautiful seafood. And then I also for seafood love going for a sushi restaurant like Billy Sushi in downtown Minneapolis is like right at the edge of the warehouse district in the North Loop neighborhoods. Like his sushi is phenomenal. And that whole place is just a party. Somebody texted in. Maybe you have the answer to this. Uh, Adam, fish fries are great. Wondering as a nice change of pace, do fish boils have any presence in the area? I think prominent in New England, but a parish in Eau Claire, Wisconsin has success offering that variation. Have you ever heard of any fish boils around here? Not fish boils, but like seafood boils, like sure. Cajun places. Oh, yeah. and there's been a whole rash of these opening up. Um, there's like a slew of them on University Avenue. Um, there's one that I know that's on Nicolette, um, just kind of right at the intersection where um, Franklin and Nicolette is. Um, I think it's called Grand. Cajun boil. They all have variations on the same names, Cajun boil, Grand Cajun boil. But you can go and get these huge pots of shellfish. You can get crab, lobster, shrimp, uh, boils. And there's actually quite a few of them tucked into neighborhoods. I should really go explore them and put together a list and all the variations on the names because that's so fun. You also uh, recently mentioned uh, you. Li- when I think winter, and especially during snowstorms, you think about soup. It's a, such a great comfort food, and you had a great list of places that are offering some great soups. Yeah, this was a fun story to research going all over the Twin Cities and finding all my favorite cozy soups. It started with this just vibrantly bright yellow-colored porridge. They have it for brunch, so this would be perfect perfect for brunch on um, this weekend. I think they have it on Saturday and Sunday, the Rose Caldo at Calzada. It's just like super chickeny broth and like starchy rice with the little crispy bits on top and an egg. Like it's just so soothing and you just kind of want to crawl in there and stay until spring shows up. (laughs) I'm hungry now. I'm glad. To, I, I wish I would have eaten before this segment. Last thing uh, before we let you go, Joy, and before you could go try to make some friends with snowblowers, um, will, is it during this last 48 hours, if you said, you know what, I don't want to venture out, I'm going to order food. Are you a jerk if you ordered food over the last 48 hours? No. I saw a very specific post from a restaurant that has pizza delivery drivers. Yeah. And they were saying, A, we love driving in this. I'm a northern Minnesota girl. I love driving in this, too. Like, it's you can do it cautiously, and it actually kind of shows your Minnesota medal. And I saw a few places, Skinner's in St. Paul. I saw they're doing delivery. If you're over in the West 7th neighborhood, 
they are open tonight and they have delivery drivers. So I kind of feel like if if you want to support those places, just make sure that you're tipping appropriately. Tip well. Yeah, in fact, we when we started the show today, we, Todd called in, who was a food delivery driver. He was very proud of the fact he made all deliveries, and he did confirm that people were tipping well. So bravo to those folks. Yeah, Good. you got to tip well if somebody's uh, bringing you food in these kind of conditions. All right, Joy, thank yeah. you so much. Thanks for the time today, and um, enjoy the fish this weekend. Yes, thank you. You too. There she goes. Joy Summers from the Star Tribune. Uh, 35 restaurants where you can get fried fish or fish and chips uh, for the Lenten season. All at the Star Tribune. Back to wrap up the show next. Adam in for Chad on a Thursday on CCL. So good. Tongue slowly licking a bowling ball. <laughs> you got to remember that scene. Uh, your uh, Linda's construction time check, folks, is 2.50. Time to plan your spring decking project. Probably not looking outside thinking spring, but uh, it's coming. It'll warm up next week. We'll melt a lot of this snow. Not going to be around too, too much. Uh, hat tip here to uh, our friend Seth Kaplan over at Fox. He just uh, tweeted that uh, the highest amount of snow, the Silver Shovel Award, is that what we call it, uh, goes to, I've never heard of this town, Taunton, Minnesota, T-A-U-N-T-O-N. Gun to your head, do you know where Taunton, Minnesota is, Dave Harrigan? Yes, it is, in, do? it is in Lyon County, Minnesota. And I can tell you the population as of the 2010 census, the 2020 is not available readily. <laughs> okay. But as of 2010, uh, just 139 people. Mm. A little known fact, um, it is uh, 1,175 feet above sea level. Just knew that off the top of your head, huh? I'm a big Minnesota guy. All right? Mayor uh, Mike Brayfogle. Mike's a great guy. Doing a great job, yeah, Mike. Love what he brings to the town. I think he's really, really stepped things up. <laughs> There's a Rusty's Corner Cafe in Taunton, Minnesota. Oh, you know what I have to uh, amend? Uh, the population was 139 as of 2010. Uh, as of 2021, uh, just 138. We lost oh, somebody. Oh, we lost somebody. Yeah, it's a, Hopefully it's it wasn't a... Rusty because Rusty's is closed. Maybe they're closed because they got 21 inches of snow. That could be it. Um, but congratulations, Taunton, Minnesota. 21 inches of snow officially. That makes you the highest total of snowfall in Minnesota. So I think for the people of Taunton, going back to our original question today, I do believe that the two-day storm here in February was properly rated. He points out Seth does Taunton, you know, Tauntaun, Tauntaun, those two-legged creatures that uh, Luke Skywalker yeah. and Han Solo rode. In, uh, Empire, Empire Strikes, Strikes Back, Back. Yep. sure. Tauntaun. Makes sense. That's yep. funny. That's humorous how that works out. Mm -hmm. Just northwest of Marshall, by the way. I see that. Just northwest. Curious. Right down uh, Highway 68, you go through uh, Ghent, Minneota, then Taunton. They love us out there. Big fans. Big fans. Mm -hmm. Especially the mayor. What's his name again? Mike? Uh, yes. Uh, I think was, <laughs> <laughs> I so. uh, Mike Brayfogle. Brayfogle. Yes. All right. Brain Mike, if you're listening, give us a call. Uh, give us an update on uh, how things, how your community uh, came through the snow. Um, 
back to our conversation about uh, fish fries. See, to me, when I think fi- I, it's a fish fry is separate from fish and chips, and I think I was kind of conflating those two. So fish fry to me, I think it's walleye or some other kind of maybe perch, even crappie. That's what I want. But if, if I'm talking fish and chips, I do want cod. Do you, do you like fish and chips? Yes, I do, and I, I think cod. I absolutely yeah. I think I think we lean more towards also thinking walleye in this part of the world certainly but when I think of your standard Lenten fish fry yeah a big old slab of cod on the plate yes oh okay so even for for like a, a Friday Lenten fish fry you're still going with cod that's just that's what I think of maybe, maybe okay. not in the church basement but if yep. I'm going to a you know a bar a neighborhood bar yep I just think of a big slab of cod and I think of you know, French fries and a little paper cup of coleslaw. Yes. Um, I remember the v- the old VFW in South St. Paul, which was a great VFW, post 295, then it closed. It closed the restaurant part. They still have a VFW, but they don't have the restaurant and bar anymore. We used to have to work fish fries all the time, like mm. for sports, youth sports. Sure. So you'd bust tables. and But they would have, like, the buffet where you'd go get your fish. And they had coffee cups, but they always had the sign, like, please do not use coffee cups for tartar sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's there. It's if you like tartar sauce, you're going to use, like, a big vessel to, to bring it bring it forth to your table. Oh, oh man. they got to really like tartar sauce to need a coffee cup for it. I'm not a tartar sauce guy. Nah, no, no, don't need it. Yeah, I, I, there's a little place for it, but... Yeah, it can get overwhelming. Now, how do you? Where do you stand on a malt vinegar? I've never tried it. Oh, you got to try it. This, this, it's got a strong smell, man. I don't know. I don't know. I'm nervous, but you swear that's how you do the fr- the French fry? Yes, even in French fry. So it's best if it, so. Like a tr- when I think of fish and chips, mm-hmm. I think of cod, battered cod, and also uh, like steak fries, the you big know, the, thick wedge the kind big, of things. Yep. Yep flat steak fries mm-hmm. and those those suck up the vinegar molten vinegar and yes it's there's just that bitterness to it tanginess to it yeah i would not do a fish and chips without malt vinegar mm. you have to have malt vinegar it might be a fish fry night tomorrow if it is and we get the big you know steak fries as you're talking about i will give it a shot and report yes. back but i'm very nervous going in no i don't think you'll be disappointed I don't think you'll be disappointed. It's it's good. It's not you know it's it's very watery. It's not like it's thick like ketchup. I mean it's you've got to kind of it because it, it kind of permeates through the entire plate of French fries and cod. But I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, somebody asking me if I remember the fish buffet at Tanucci's. I don't remember the fish buffet. I remember the chicken and rib buffet at Tanucci's, oh, which yeah. is still delicious, by the way. Um. No, I don't remember the fish buffet at Tanucci's. Fish fry in Phillips, Wisconsin, everything from cod, perch, to walleye. That's a long way to go, but uh, maybe we'll check it out. Uh, thank you so much, Dave. Uh, you're off tomorrow. Um, hope you have a great day tomorrow, whatever you're doing. Be celebrating the gal's birthday tomorrow. Oh, so happy I'm birthday. I'm doing whatever she wants. Very good. That's the right answer. Happy birthday to her. So me and Charlie tomorrow for your Friday. Derusha up next, coming up. From Florida on WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 